If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about connecting the world. And to connect with us, check out our sponsor website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. Uh, also check out spotlighthope.org at the Braveheart site. Uh, you can email me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org and be sure to connect with us on social media too. You can like and follow us on Facebook at Bravehearts for Kids and connect with me on LinkedIn. And that's how we're making some terrific uh, connections for future shows and great ideas coming up. Today we have as our guests uh, Suzanne and Mark Gibson. Suzanne is the uh, district governor, a district governor with Rotary International and the uh, the, the Rotary message is, uh, is about connecting the world. Uh, just uh, delighted to have you on with the show with us today, Suzanne and Mark. Uh, welcome. Thank you. We're glad to be here. And well, uh, you know, absolutely. You know, uh, you have a uh, you have a, a, a lot of uh, fascinating uh, rotary experiences, and and a lot of that involves travel th- throughout the world. And uh, you know, that's that's part of what I wanted to talk with you about today is uh, some of the uh, uh, adventures you've had in in connecting with the world by going into the world, um, but. You got started in Rotary, and uh, and uh, maybe a little bit about the the history of Rotary itself. Uh, is that uh, uh, that sound uh, like a good start for us today? Excellent. Well, Rotary got started in Chicago in 1905. Our founder is Paul Harris. He was a Chicago attorney, and he was lonesome in the new city. Uh, and he uh, gathered together uh, several of his uh, fellow business people, and they started a club to uh, get to know each other and to uh, and to be customers in each other's businesses. And from there, uh, they moved uh, into a service component years later, and now we are 1.2 million people. Uh, in 200 nations in the world, and we're divided into 529 districts, and and I'm the governor of one of those districts. Um, so in the Chicago area, we have about uh, 67 clubs in our district uh, in the Chicago, and there are districts um, in Chicago metro area and north northwest um, Illinois. So we we work together. And we all in Rotary share the vision of where um, where we see a world where people unite, take action to create lasting change across the globe, in our communities, and in ourselves. That's you know that's a terrific vision. I and I I know that that's that's uh, a, a good deal of 
why we wanted to uh, invite you to join Brave Hearts Radio because you know when I when I say uh, uh, people uh, are brave hearts, what we're talking about is the idea that uh, a brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others, and uh, and and we we know that uh, that's the that's where happiness comes from. That's uh, that's that's part of the uh, the great opportunity for for service to others, uh, and uh, rather than chasing happiness. And when on, in our last show, we uh, paid uh, tribute to uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, one of the great quotes that he had was about the uh, the idea that. Uh, uh, happiness is the, the greatest, the, the best and easiest way to be happy is to seek the happiness of someone else. And uh, I'm thinking that uh, Rotarians uh, are, are generally pretty happy group of people. And, and, and it's interesting that when you mention about the, uh, the founding of, of Rotary, the name itself comes from the idea that the original members rotated uh, locations uh, as, as sort of, uh, uh, for their meetings. That, or so I've, or so the story is that I've heard is, is is that right too? That's absolutely true. They uh, didn't have any particular office, uh, a rotary office. They met in each other's businesses, and and then uh, eventually in restaurants. And uh, yeah, they I, began I w- by just a very homey group. I, I wonder if they could have imagined in their wildest imaginings that uh, the organization would have grown to uh, 1.2 million uh, people and uh, 200 countries uh, from a group of uh, business people that uh, rotated uh, uh, their meetings bet- between one another. That's that's just awesome. I, you know, I, I tell the story of the grain of rice. And it's the, uh, the the story about the the king who, um, or the the fellow who invented the game of chess. And the king said to him, "I'll, I'll give you uh, I'll give you anything you ask for." I love the game so much. And the the fellow said, "Well, just give me a grain of rice for the first square on the board, and a second grain for the second square, and then double it for each square, and make it four, and then eight. And the king thought, "Well, how can you insult me like this? I've offered you, you know, anything in the you know that that you ask for." And the king's uh, uh, consultant. Uh, taps him on the shoulder and he says by the time he is halfway across the board he has all the rice in the kingdom and I think that that sounds kind of like the uh, the way that uh, rotary has has grown um, it just it just keeps on on multiplying and and more and more people get involved with it all the time um, and and uh, uh, you, you've been involved for for, for a, a generation or more, I think, right? Yeah, Mark and I have been members for 11 years. And um, oh, yeah. we, okay. we first, uh, Mark, do you want to speak to how we got involved in Rotary? Yes. Uh, I was doing medical education um, curriculum in uh, Guatemala to um, be better informed on third world health issues and challenges. And um, quickly became aware that uh, even though one-on-one treatment is uh, needed, uh, the environmental impact is the most critical. If someone is having uh, coughing uh, frequently and shortness of breath and they go back to a smoke-filled home, then they're going to keep coming back to be treated. And the same way with diarrhea illnesses and uh, unsanitary um, water and hygiene conditions, uh, 
So that was my first conclusion. The second was we stayed in Antigua for an extra week, which is a um, World Heritage Site in central Guatemala. And um, uh, it's a known um, attract- attraction for um, individuals doing service projects because it uh, uh, actually has nice restaurants and feels like a real city. And we met Rotarians throughout the evening, uh, found out what they were doing, and uh, inquired about uh, Rotary when we came back, because uh, they were doing incredible things with education and hygiene and the environment. Um, and the next uh, result from that was we became Rotarians. That sounds great. You know, I, and I apologize for the uh, g- the generational mix-up. I have a guest coming up in February, and and I know part of her story is that her mother was one of the first uh, Rotary Exchange students to Brazil in, I, I think, the late 60s. So uh, when when we, uh, on, on February 24th, uh, when we talked to Grace Bridey, she's going to have that as part of her story. And uh, and the uh, the, the uh, student exchange program is an exciting aspect of what you do, too. Um yeah, there's there's so many things. One of the things that I that I that I really feel a deep connection with is the idea of clean water everywhere. And Mark, I know you you mentioned that you touched on that in Antigua and Guatemala and and uh, something we take for granted here in in the United States. I think you know the idea that our water is clean and pure and and we don't get sick just from the water here. Uh, do, do you want to uh, talk about that a little bit, Mark? Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, water is one of our six areas of uh, focus in areas that we uh, take action uh, to address, and uh, we have many um, water initiatives. Um, in the last six years, there's been 1,000, more than 1,000 projects uh, where Rotary uh, connects with um, multiple entities um, around the world to um, create clean water and sanitation. And, more, and this has been done in more than 100 countries of the world. Uh, and the uh, statistics are rather sobering. 2.1 million people around the world still lack access to safely managed drinking water. 4.5 billion, that's actually more than half the population of the world, lack uh, sanitary uh, conditions acceptable sanitary conditions. So Rotary has set a goal in the next 10 years to bring this number down as close to zero as possible. Big goal, but if you don't start, uh, then you won't uh, make progress. And um, many initiatives are ongoing, um, and we collaborate, collaborate, coordinate with the local Rotary Club. We just don't show up and say we're going to do something for you. Mm-hmm. We coordinate with the local Rotary Club make sure the uh, community has been um, consulted and involved and uh, identifies with uh, this uh, project and takes um, uh, ownership of it, if you will. So one project between Rotarians in Australia and um, in Columbia provided clean water to 10,000 students in 50 schools. From our own club in central Guatemala, we've put in uh, clean water and sanitation uh, into uh, 48 schools uh, affecting 16,000 students. And this is intricately linked to um, education because now they're able to go to school. They're not sick at home 
with related uh, illnesses and uh, problems. And this also includes separate sanitary facilities for the girls because they don't talk about this, but it, uh, it comes to pass that the girls drop out of school uh, when they begin um, of age of menstruating because there are not sanitary facilities nor separate washrooms for them. So that is all being addressed and is all interlinked. And, you know, and again, things that we take for granted here. Uh, but, you know, even 100 years ago, uh, I, I imagine we didn't have the kind of clean water that we have that's, that we find everywhere in uh, in the United States now. Um, you know, some, we're going to head to break here in, uh, in, in just a moment. Uh, but you reminded me of something that I uh, that I remember learning about, about uh, clean water and that uh, clean water is a big factor in the idea of reducing infant mortality and by uh, by by reducing by by having clean water uh, and reducing infant mortality uh, populations uh, in in areas actually uh, stabilize because in areas with high infant mortality the it's counterintuitive but the families are much bigger uh, and, and, and part of that is, uh, in, in our society, would be the agonizing uh, acknowledgement that uh, some of your children are not going to make it to to adults. Uh, that's a rare thing in our in our world, um, and, um, and 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 always uh, uh, something of extraordinary grief for families that have to deal with that. Is you know, as we know, working with the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. But that that idea that uh, clean water everywhere uh, is 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 part of the uh, part of the, the the worldwide solution for getting the population of the planet under control, um, and um, yeah, just things just just all all seem to work so well together when they work. Uh, when they work together. Well, we're, we're going to uh, take a break and uh, we'll be back with uh, Suzanne and Mark Gibson from Rotary uh, connecting the world on Bravehearts Radio on the other side of 60 Seconds. Stay with us. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. 
voiceamerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about connecting the world. Connect with us. Check out our sponsor website. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org or SpotlightHope.org. That's the flagship service of Bravehearts for Kids. Uh, you can email me at MissionSpecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org and connect with us on social media, too. You can like and follow us on Facebook at Bravehearts for Kids and connect with me on LinkedIn, too. Our guests today are uh, Suzanne and Mark Gibson, and Suzanne is uh, a district governor with Rotary International and Rotary is connecting the world. Uh, Suzanne, what, what is the website for listeners want the to... The website uh, for Rotary is rotary.org. Rotary.org. And that will take org. you to uh, wow. an extensive uh, description of what Rotary is all about. R-O-T-A-R-Y dot org. Wow, that's... Uh, Correct. That, that's, uh, that's that, you know, that's... I, I'm always... Uh, and, and what is your email? Uh, if uh, if if you if you would uh, yes. uh, be willing to, my, to share that too, sure. Uh, my email is gov dot suzanne s u z a n n e at rotary sixty four forty dot org. Suzanne at rotary sixty four forty dot org. So my, I'm, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say 6440 is the number of your district. It's the number that's correct. And we are also <laughs> called the, the home district because Rotary International Headquarters is uh, located in Evanston, Illinois, which is part of our, our district. And Rotary well, that District, is- uh, there's 529 in the world, and we're all at a Approximately the same, twenty five hundred to three thousand members per district. Just to wow, give an idea. That's 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 a lot of people doing some good work. Um, now, during the break, we had talked uh, very briefly about uh, the uh, the connection that that you have with the with the Clean Water Project, uh, and uh, you wanted to uh, follow up with you about that. The uh, in Guatemala, the the, the water project. Great. How you your experience with that? I. I'd love to share that story with you. Um, it actually began was on a Sunday afternoon in March 2009. Um, Mark and I were on a service trip with our church to Guatemala, and we were very new Rotarians at the time. On this particular afternoon, a local uh, Mayan physician named Dr. Oscar, he invited us to accompany him as he visited patients in uh, a neighborhood in Sampango, Guatemala, that was plagued with waterborne illnesses. And the symptoms were so severe uh, that they prevented the adults from working and the students from attending school. Uh, this neighborhood was perched on the edge of a steep ravine overlooking a garbage dump, 
where 200 families lived in extreme poverty. Uh, Dr. Oscar was there that Sunday afternoon to uh, educate the people about um, the importance of clean water. The problem was there was no clean water, except to boil it in kettles uh, over an open flame. And that meant that that was the job of little girls to collect the firewood uh, to keep those fires burning, which meant they could not go to school. So as I, as Mark and I both listened to um, Dr. Oscar speak, my mind started exploding with thoughts and questions like, while this suffering is entirely preventable, how could this problem be solved? What would it take? How much would it cost? How long would it take? And how in the world could I be part of a solution to this chronic and uh, pervasive problem? Well, I didn't have long to wait for an answer. Uh, Shortly after returning uh, to Barrington, I was asked to chair the International um, Service Committee and to do an international water project. So, of course, I connected with Dr. Oscar and asked him to talk with the community and see what they would see as a solution to their problem. And they had their community meeting, and they decided Q-beta water filters. So um, then our committee got to work. We started talking with other clubs in our district to see who would um, uh, contribute financially and join us as we collaborated. We uh, began, uh, we collaborated with the Rotary Foundation um, so we could tap into matching funds to help us with this project. And then we went back to the community and together we installed the Q-Beta water filters. So there were 200 families in this community. So it was about 1,500 people that became free of disease and were able to work and go to school. You know, that's the magic and the power of, of Rotary. That within, it was marvelous to me that within one year, we could um, transform a community. We learned of the problem, and we were able to connect with our clubs, write a grant, and go back to work with the, um, the local citizens to put the filters together. It's what I call the magic and power of Rotary that lets... Um, Ordinary empowers ordinary people, like like our viewer, your listeners, um, mm-hmm. to do extraordinary things. Uh, it was uh, a life changing experience for Mark and for me uh, to play a role in um, facilitating and connecting the resources of Rotary. It, that's our job in Rotary is to connect um, the needs of the communities around us with Rotary resources. So yes, that's just that, a, one story of um, water filters uh, and how a community got healthy. That's a you know that, what a legacy that is. You know when you, when you talk about empowering, uh, empowering the p- communities, and, and I'm I'm just my my imagination is just going to all of those little girls who weren't able to go to school before, but now can go to school, and the empowerment that provides to to the, them individually but also to their whole community because uh, you know we, we we've had this um, uh, idea here um, with the Bravehearts radio 
about uh, you know the, the 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 world is the best that it's ever been and it's and it's and it's great and it's it's getting better and it's getting better fast and it's exciting to be part of to to watch it happen but it's exhilarating to be part of making it happen and we see three things uh, in toward toward that one is uh, clean water everywhere. And the second is empowered girls, and the idea of of creating an, an an empowerment and opportunity for for those girls in that community to be able to go to school, and 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 be what they what they might become uh, as uh, as educated young women and and going forward, like kind of thing that is so exciting. So many other things to happen. It's so fundamental. Yeah, it, it it really is. Um, Antigua is an interesting uh, an interesting place because I, I I have known of Antigua for quite some time. I have a friend who started a, a project called the God's Child Project, which is uh, which is a uh, an orphanage and in, in mission in in uh, Antigua, and they build houses for people. Uh, they they get uh, crews of people that uh, come together and and uh, in a, in a week uh, you know a, a team building exercise for a business for example or for a club I, I imagine they uh, they will construct a house uh, for people that previously had been uh, you know built, burning uh, burning those uh, those those fires on 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 a dirt floor out in the open. You know, and and the the fires for for cooking and and boiling their water and and all that, uh, it's a level of poverty that it's it, we really have a very difficult time imagining here. Um, we you know, yeah. So we as, deal with as we with, speak, uh-huh. as we speak, Ryan, we have a service team preparing to go to Guatemala from our district. Um, they will be housed in Antigua, and they're going to be working to build houses. For those homes that were destroyed when the volcano Fuego erupted about a year mm-hmm. and a half ago, and um, and destroyed uh, multiple Mayan villages, so they're going down there to build some help help the community recover from that devastation of the volcano. Yeah, and uh, that, I remember the volcanic eruption, and that's an, an active volcano still, right? Uh, in, in, uh, very you know, from Antigua, you can you can you can see it uh, you can see it smoking and you can hear it. That's um, it's uh, pretty remarkable. Um, well, uh, amazingly, we are once again coming up on a break. Time is just flying with you two. I tell you, um, the, I, I'd, I'd love to talk about uh, all six of the international uh, Rotary uh, initiatives. Uh, maybe we'll touch on those uh, in a little bit when we come back from from the break. During the break, you know, if you have a chance, uh, listeners, to go to Rotary.org. That's R-O-T-A-R-Y, Rotary.org, and uh, find out more about uh, how to get involved in this uh, wonderful organization. Uh, it's uh, what an opportunity to be of service to others and um, uh, as my, my hero Albert Schweitzer said I don't know what your destiny will be but I, I do know that the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to be of service to others uh, we'll be back with uh, a couple of happy people Suzanne and Mark Gibson when we uh, come back on the other side of 60 seconds stick with us on Brave Hearts Radio
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about connecting the world and how Rotary connects the world. Uh, to connect with us, uh, check out our sponsor website. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, you can also check out SpotlightHope.org, uh, the flagship service of Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Uh, also, always encourage you to uh, take a look at the uh, National Day Calendar. And uh, the uh, 27th of January, it's a, it's, you know, it's a light day for National Days. We have Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Hmm, who knew? And then, of course, Chocolate Cake Day. That's one I can always uh, I can always find a good reason to celebrate Chocolate Cake Day. Uh, that's the National Day calendar.org one of the one of the great uh, sponsors of the brave hearts for kids organization now spotlight hope is a um, is a is a uh, resource guide that is um, is designed to help families that have a sick child a child with cancer uh, spotlight hope is a location sensitive resource guide and uh, so it, no matter where a f- where a family is, I say, I, I paraphrase Confucius, I say, no matter where you go, there we are. Uh, people can find the resources that are close by to them to help them in their time of need when their child is sick. We know that the whole family gets sick when their child is sick. So Spotlight Hope helps them pinpoint services and individuals who will be of, of assistance no matter where they are. And there are about six 
6,000 people in, in, in services throughout the country that uh, help people uh, when their child is sick, when they hear the words from their doctor, your child has cancer. Uh, I, I mentioned that in, in a little detail because uh, in, during the break, uh, Suzanne and Mark and I were talking about the, um, uh, the rotary.org website and uh, our guest today, of course, Suzanne and Mark Gibson. Suzanne is the uh, uh, governor of the home district. That's the uh, Rotary International District. Uh, and uh, uh, she's um, uh, she and her husband, Mark, are on the show today uh, talking about uh, Rotary and how Rotary connects the world. Uh, we mentioned Rotary.org. Uh, org to find out more about this tremendous organization. There is a find a club button on the homepage uh, on when you when you go to rotary.org, and it it has that location sensitive. Uh, uh, feature so that you'll be able to find a club nearby to you. And and what I've found is that uh, in the Chicagoland area, you know, if you set it up for 25 miles, you find uh, you find quite a few clubs uh, that uh, that you can go and see different days and different times of day that they meet. Uh, what an opportunity! No no reason not to get involved with Rotary. Um, so uh, we were going to uh, get 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 into uh, you know we talked extensively about the the Rotary International uh, initiative uh, about clean water and uh, Suzanne there there are there are several other things that are that are key factors in the service of Rotary uh, do, do you want to tell us a little bit about those I would love to tell you about that our other area we call them areas of focus and. Um, we're all about building international relationships, improving lives, and creating a better world to support our peace efforts and end polio forever. So the, the first uh, uh, area would be promoting peace. Uh, Rotary encourages conversations uh, to foster understanding within and across cultures. Um, in our own district, we right now are... Uh, through global grants, we're funding two students, one at the University of London and one at the uh, London School of Economics. They're learning skills uh, that will help them uh, contribute to um, a more peaceful world. And just a few weeks ago, um, we, from our district, have a peace scholar identified. This is a huge honor because there are. this is a worldwide competition and there are only 50 selected for the two-year master's program and 50 for a certificate program. That We have Emily Andre from Antioch, and she'll be studying in Queensland, Australia, and she will be learning skills, peacemaking, uh, conflict resolution. We're very, very proud of her and proud of the Rotary Club of Antioch for fostering her uh, Rotary um, life. So that's the promoting peace. Um, that uh, we've also been uh, part of the United Nations since its inception. I mean, we can talk about that later, but we, yeah. we are very much into uh, promoting, uh, building goodwill and understanding. Another area that Under, we uh, uh, focus on is fighting disease. Disease. Okay. Uh, we okay. educate and equip communities to stop the spread of life-threatening diseases like polio like HIV, AIDS, and malaria. Um, we expand and um, improve access to low-cost 
and free health care in developing <clears throat> excuse me, areas. For instance, our district has an initiative to install digital x-rays. It's called Health Rays in Guatemala. We want to, uh, our goal is to put in 27 of these um, digital x-rays so that more people uh, can have access, in the, especially in the remote Mayan communities, that they can, where there's very limited access to medical care, that they can have access to have bones x-rayed to see if they're broken and what to do. We've um, installed 10 of those so far, so we're, we're on a roll, and we're uh, determined yeah. um, to, uh, to make that happen. We have partners from around the world helping us with that. Like We have uh, co-sponsors of a grant from Taiwan, and we have worldwide involvement on that. We've talked about our clean water. Um, so our fourth one is saving mothers and children. Uh, nearly 6 million children under the age of 5 die each year because of malnutrition, poor health care, and inadequate sanitation. We expand access to quality care so mothers and children can live and grow stronger. So th- this is a huge um, focus for us. Another is uh, supporting education, literacy. Uh, more than 775 million people over the age of 15 are illiterate. And our Rotary goal is to strengthen the capacity of communities to support basic education and literacy, reduce gender disparity in education, and increase adult literacy. You know, our Rotary clubs across the district, almost most of them have scholarships for uh, community uh, high school students. Uh, we um, support uh, developing capacity in the communities by helping to educate um, students. We also give vocational scholarships. Our district gives 10 each year to help students um, who are particularly looking to get a certificate so they, they can enter uh, the workforce uh, with a, a living, with a career that can earn them a living wage. So we and we also, our last area of focus is growing local economies. Uh, we carry out social service projects that enhance economic and community development and create opportunities for decent and productive work for young and old. So, again, one of our clubs, uh, Rotary Club of Schaumburg Hoffman Estates, has um, a joint project with uh, Harper College where they're uh, funding, giving scholarships for people who are seeking second careers, kind of midlife changes. Mm-hmm. And we have a Rotary partner from Taiwan that's helping to fund that um, project. It's really a remarkable project, and we're very proud of it. We're reaching uh, 19 students right now in that project and looking forward to that growing and developing. That's, you know, that's and tremendous. And I know you wanted to yeah. add something about environment. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Suzanne, the last part in the Harper program is the students have a scholarship, a mentor, and a job waiting for them. So it's a, a complete package of support uh, focused on vocations. So the environment is um, drawing attention um, 
for some time from individual Rotarians, but now our national leaders are uh, making it a strong statement that all our areas of focus are intimately intertwined with the environment and that we uh, should uh, be very um, uh, uh, focused on what the environmental needs are uh, and address them while we're also working uh, in one of those other areas. Um, and I'm um, fortunate to be uh, directing the task force in our district to bring this to the attention of our Rotarians throughout the area and to uh, uh, bring about collaboration, increase our impact uh, in any and all ways that interest people. There's, there's no end of needs. Pick up any magazine or paper, um, the sea life, uh, the birds, the bees, uh, uh, the forests, the native plants and trees, uh, there's, and, and plastic waste is another uh, one that's particularly resonant with me being a sailor. Uh, and there's just no end of needs, and we will be moving forward to uh, be more intentional on in addressing those uh, throughout the coming months and years. Wow! Yeah, you know, there's yeah, that's a that's a that's a big. Uh, that's a big list. That's a a, a a big agenda. It's a lot of oppor- and it's a lot of opportunity. It seems for for people that have various interests to really get involved and in, and get into something that can make a difference. And uh, I I just I re- I applaud you so much for the work that you do and and the uh, the energy that you put into this. Um, you know the. Um, uh, I know as a, as a doctor, Mark, uh, you you uh, are particularly uh, knowledgeable about uh, 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 polio and the eradication of polio. Uh, I, I want to talk with you a little bit about that uh, or get into some more detail with that uh, after we take our final break uh, and into the last segment of the show. And as we as we roll on here uh, with the. Um, uh, Brave Hearts Radio and connecting the world with Rotary and Suzanne and Mark Gibson. Stay with us and uh, come back with. Uh, we'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds to uh, to finish up our visit today. Thanks so much. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com. I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about connecting the world. To connect with us, uh, check out our sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org, BraveHearts uh, flagship service, SpotlightHope.org. You can always go to the NationalDayCalendar.com for some fun. Email me at MissionSpecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And connect with us on social media, too, Facebook, BraveHearts, and uh, LinkedIn for me. Uh, making some terrific connections for future shows. Today, Suzanne and Mark Gibson are our guests. Uh, They are uh, representing Rotary International. Suzanne's a district governor. Uh, To check out Rotary, uh, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, and uh, you can find a club nearby where you are. All of these uh, areas of focus, of growing local economies, literacy, and saving mothers and children, clean water, and disease eradication, and and peace in our time. Man, that is a, that's a that's a terrific be of service, and uh, we know that that's where uh, that's where true happiness comes from. So, uh, Mark, you wanted to uh, give us a little bit more detail on uh, the uh, area of focus and uh, eradication of polio. Uh, yes, thanks, um, Brian. The um, one of the so-called signature focuses for us in disease uh, is the challenge to uh, eliminate polio from our planet, which would be the second infectious disease um, to uh, be eliminated following smallpox. And starting in uh, the early '80s, a group of Rotarians in the Philippines. Um, came together, uh, multiple clubs, coordinated with the government and the health uh, organizations to address a polio outbreak in the Philippines. And Rotarians around the world um, took note of this. We had a large collaborative effort uh, between Rotary Clubs and um, other organizations uh, could create some very major changes. And starting in 1988, Rotary um, put in place uh, this initiative for all Rotary clubs uh, to be uh, asked, encouraged to participate, which uh, is the case. Um, And there were 350,000 cases of polio in the world, not in North America any longer, so kind of out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. 350,000 cases were still occurring around the world, and especially... In underdeveloped countries, um, when you combine polio with poor sanitation and health, you don't just get a weak leg, which is bad enough. You become like a paraplegic. And uh, many people in the world to this day scoot around on a piece of cardboard, um, and that's how they try to live their life. But it can be a very uh, debilitating disease. And if you read the book Nemesis, um, historical novel about the polio outbreak uh, in uh, 1944, approximately, 
uh, when it flares as an epidemic, one of our last great flares, 6,000 people died. So it's mm-hmm. not just a, 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 a somewhat debilitating disease. So from 350,000 cases, we've been down into the 20s, 2-0 for the last several years. This year, wow. it has uh, moved up just above 100 because there continues to be a ongoing um, uh, uh, engine of disease in Pakistan and Afghanistan. And they have many very uh, isolated areas. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, 99.9% of polio cases around the world have been uh, eliminated, which is a, a public health triumph. Uh, but still um, a great um, need to get this last ember of polio eliminated. And the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has taken note of our efforts and has, for the last 10 years, doubled our money. So every time uh, Rotarians uh, and the community come together and raise a dollar, it becomes $50. That makes five children, uh, most of wow. the children. So these and are so continued ongoing efforts around the world, and Nigeria will be declared polio-free after three years of World Health Organization, after continued um, uh, review uh, and monitoring will declare our country polio-free. So Africa will be declared polio-free in the next few months, leaving uh, two countries of the world uh, where the focus um, is only a plane ride away. So uh, yeah. people might think that polio is uh, irrelevant to them. Uh, any infectious disease is just a plane ride away. Yeah. And we've seen that with measles outbreaks recently uh, throughout North America. Um, these are These are not irrelevant facts to us personally, and they're not irrelevant to us as Rotarians in terms of the suffering they're still uh, producing around the world. Yeah, in, yeah, in Afghanistan and Pakistan of the world at this moment. So that's the, that's the last area where polio needs to be eradicated then, is that Afghanistan and Pakistan yes. uh, border area? Yes. Okay. Well, that's a, just quite, one, quite an achievement. To educate our youth... Um, uh, my ever vigilant spouse, Suzanne, found an actual iron lung, which is how people, uh, their last chance of survival, if the polio ascended um, up into their chest area and they couldn't breathe. So an iron lung was, uh, uh, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, was um, uh, a respirator that you uh, your body was put into, your head stuck out of it uh, at one end, and that was your last hope for survival. And we brought it up from... Um, Florida, where Suzanne um, found it, and we have it now in the trailer uh, as an exhibit that we take around to our um, different uh, projects and, uh, and events and to the high schools and middle schools uh, to uh, bring further attention to uh, polio. It's still with us, and it uh, is a debilitating and, uh, at times, a deadly disease. I remember, uh, you know, my, one of my mentors, Earl Nightingale, and I'm, I'm sure you recognize the name Earl Nightingale. And he he said that uh, he said that every disease that we have known to man, we will eradicate one by one if we put our mind to it. And so smallpox has been done away with, and that was a horrendous disease. Uh, and uh, you know that uh, nothing nothing really like chicken pox that uh, so many of us are familiar with. 
and, and polio uh, to do away with that. Um, sometimes people will ask me, uh, well, what's the vision for Brave Hearts for Kids? What's the vision with, uh, with your organization regarding pediatric cancer? And I say the long-term vision is to figure out what to do with those pediatric care hospitals when they're no longer needed. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's, a, there's a long, long-term vision that says, uh, you know, we, we've, we've got things to, uh, to, to, uh, to really make a difference on. Uh, one of the, you know, one of the great initiatives, and I think there's not, nothing bigger than peace as, a, as an initiative. And I'd like to just kind of wrap up the show today. Uh, amazing that uh, we're we're already at that point already. But uh, uh, last uh, the last show we had, uh, uh, we we talked uh, a lot about uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and the uh, I have a dream. And one of the things that I think we closed that show with the idea that uh, he he said that the reason that we fear people is that we don't get to know them. And I think that's one of the opportunities in Rotary is to is connecting the world, getting to know people around the world. That makes a difference, and that's uh, that's that's one of the the really great opportunities that we have here. So I want to thank everyone for joining us this week, and we have been talking with. Uh, 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 Suzanne and Mark Gibson from Rotary International about connecting the world. Uh, Bravehearts Radio is the flagship uh, on the flagship variety channel on voiceamerica.com. Please remember to check out braveheartsforkids.org and like us on Facebook and follow, follow and email me on mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Check out rotary.org and uh, see how you can be involved in, in Rotary, too. And plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we'll be talking about millennials. And we'll have our guest, Danita Bai, author of Millennials Matter. Find out why she loves millennials and why she thinks you should, too, and why I say we're all millennials. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere, and we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 